Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy For Me and it's the first week of February. So we're taking another step into the year and uh, everything in terms of nights pulling out and you know everything I guess heading towards spring with the added complication of quite a lot of snow this week uh, and that came to actually be uh, be part of one of the issues I had or one of the things that ended up getting slightly in my way. Um, but you'll find out more as we crack on so um, we'll, we'll kick off with a little bit of that jangly guitar. Monday. I've been thinking about the vaccine today and I've been thinking about the vaccine um, partly because of the little bit of fallout there's been over the weekend with regard to the EU and vaccine supplies and things to do with Brexit and what have you. And to be fair, uh, even as an ardent EU supporter, I think they made themselves look a little bit stupid uh, over the course of the weekend um, because at the end of the day, um, trying to get the UK embroiled in something that in reality was just a commercial dispute between the EU and AstraZeneca seemed a little bit a little bit wrong and as much as I am a huge supporter of the EU and think Brexit's an absolute nightmare of an idea I will stand up and say when the EU did something silly in this instance the EU did something silly but that wasn't the reason I wanted to talk about um, about vaccines I wanted to talk about vaccines because it does appear to be one of the, the things that seems to be going fairly well um, we can argue about whether the decision to um, have a gap, have a longer gap between vaccines is a positive or a negative, and that won't work its way out over over time. And I don't want to get involved in that particular argument because I think if you know, from, from what I understand, if the you know if the first shot is is significant enough to mean that people won't get you know coronavirus as badly and won't end up being hospitalized then to a certain extent it's done its it's done its job so i think the 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 conversation about whether it's 3 weeks apart 12 weeks apart is probably one we'll find out more information about further down the line but i think the thing that i was struck with was we're doing a reasonable job of getting of getting vaccine to people's arms and that you know i think um i'm expecting over the course of this week that you know the my parents uh, and Arson's parents will have had the vaccine, uh, you know. So they're both they're all in their mid seventies. So you know we've got that far down the, you know the the tree of people that that are getting uh, are getting vaccinated. And you're getting very very fast to the point of um, the the you know the vast majority of people who would make up uh, intensive care patients are are now probably or certainly a large portion of them have had at least one dose which is which is great um it it isn't the thing that i've been actually thinking about that the thing i've really been thinking about is that um it's nice to be in a situation where we live in a country that has been able to secure vaccine and get vaccine rolled out you know as fast as it's done it but in the end if we're so this is a global pandemic so in the end nobody's vaccinated to a certain extent until everybody's vaccinated. And by that, I mean globally everybody's vaccinated. If we're going to eradicate this thing, then the only way we eradicate it is we have to eradicate it globally. Um, and with the amount of moving around the world that people do, um, the UK vaccinating itself is is a wonderful thing. 
But at some point, we're going to want to open the borders. At some point, we're going to want to go places and we're going to want to let people in. Um, and with that in mind, then once we've moved through the phase of having vaccinated ourselves as a country, we're going to have to start thinking about how we help ensure that other people, other countries uh, are vaccinated in 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 similar sort of fashion and in, with similar sort of pace because that's the bit that isn't really being talked about as much as it perhaps should be yes it's absolutely right we should think about our infrastructure and making sure we get it done as fast as we can but the, we've then got to think about the fact that this is a this is a global issue and it has to be you know it has to be dealt with 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 globally so it's one of the things it's probably one of the things over the last you know year that really has gone to a certain extent, beyond expectation and beyond plan. So I'm certainly not going to pour any kind of dampener on that. Um, but I think at some point we have to start talking about the fact that we can't politicise vaccination. The vaccination is something that just has to work its way through the planet as fast as we can possibly do it. Tuesday. So I woke up to between four or five inches of snow. Um, and we've had a lot, we seem to have had a lot of snow this year. I know we didn't get it sort of last week where large portions of the country, um, got it, but we've had two or three, you know, relatively significant dumps of snow, um, in, in the period sort of since Christmas. Um, and the signs that there's going to be more, I think there's more coming for the back end of this week and potentially more coming for into next week as well. Now I quite like snow. Um, and I think there's a lot of reasons why snow is is quite beautiful and you know and and romantic and I I get the whole snow thing that's great, um, but the the chaos it's causing to my running schedule. Uh, I I ended up running today. I went out about four o'clock, um, and I with with a view that I would just if I could get three miles in great because there was a there was a lot of snow about and um and the other thing was it was one of those those gray snowy days so actually i thought i'd got a good hour of daylight and in reality it was it was quite dark by the time i got back at sort of you know half past 4 20 to 20 to 5 um because it was one of those snowy gray days where everything is gray you never you don't really see the sky uh, through the course of the the day and there's that that odd bit of mist and fog that's associated with it but the big thing was so i i i basically just slipped around i just slipped around for uh over 4 miles um, you know, and fortunately it, it hadn't iced. So, and the reason I made the decision to go out for a run was because it hadn't iced because it hadn't been cold all day. So we'd had snow and it had been pretty much at freezing point all day, which is probably why so much snow had come down. Um, but I went out and, and then just did that thing where every, every step I was taking was like, it was like slipping. So I was, it was almost kind of like bad ice skating as I was trying to to run along. I mean, the, my, my times were awful, but I managed to get out and have a run. Now, why is this important? It's important because I've mentioned before I try and run every other day and I tend to work in streaks. So um, if I know I'm, I'm my own worst enemy. So if I run every other day and I don't break that streak, then I will motivate myself to go out. So provided there's no reason not to run on a given day, 
and I am healthy enough to run and I haven't got any problems with my legs or this and the other, then I will go out and run because I will not want the pattern to come to an end. But once the patterns come to an end, I will find it very easy to make excuses to why I don't go out and run. So the reason why I stick rigidly to these patterns is because that is what keeps me going out and and doing it. So today I was faced with um, the fact that I was perfectly fit enough and, and well enough to go. And the only thing that was stopping me was the weather. And so I had to try it. I had to I had to, to put the kit on and say, right, let's see if we can actually do a run in the snow because if the streak comes to an end, that's it. There's a very good chance that, you know, well, whatever happens, I've got to start again. And if I tell you that this, this particular... Uh, streak has been running since about the 24th of March last year you appreciate why I want it to continue I've never managed a full year of running every other day now if you look at my if you look at last year's stats I did the required number of runs so I did 170 whatever 178 or whatever it is that gets you to a year effectively uh, uh, you know running every other day over 365 days but that's because I threw extra runs in Actually, there was a period in March for two weeks where I didn't run. So therefore, I didn't do a full year of running, strictly running every other day. So at the moment, if I get to the 24th of March, I've done something I've never achieved before, which is run every other day without fail, plus extra runs on top. And that's why I went out and ran in four or five inches worth of snow today and slipped around and just about got away with it. Um, But... The weather's just conspiring against me. Wednesday. Over the course of just over the last year, um, I've probably appeared on somewhere in the regions of 150 podcasts. Uh, if you add in the ones that I've done, the ones I've done with um, with Jace Hunt, the 942 podcast with Jace Hunt, um, the ones I've done with Steve H, the Corona Diaries podcast, and um, the odd other ones I've been on, either with Deborah uh, Ogden with hers on Brand With, or where I've guessed on, on other people's podcasts, I've probably been on the some of the regions of 100 and 150 podcasts. Um, because um, of the nature of um, Steve H's podcast, then we're getting towards probably a, I would say somewhere in the regions of about two hundred thousand downloads of 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 podcasts that I've somehow been involved in um, in some form of presenting or co-hosting capacity, um, and I don't say that for any particular reason uh, of, of congratulation. it's To be honest, I, it, I'm only thinking about it because of what I'm going to say next. It's, it's not something I particularly looked at. In fact, I've just had a look at the numbers before I started this this little bit of um, this little bit of the pod um, just to see what the numbers were up at. I was quite surprised myself that it was up to that sort of number. The reason why I'm saying it is that... Um, there was a piece of um, negative feedback posted today on um, Steve Hogarth's um, website. On his, he has a guest book on his website, and there was a piece of um, negative feedback posted about one of the episodes that we did. Now, it was an episode where we um, we got involved in we did hero 
and we did heroes and villains and predictions. Um, and it was a, it was meant to be a little bit lighthearted, but we, you know, on the villain side of it, we we both have similar feelings with regard to people like Donald Trump and Nigel Farage, and very similar views on Brexit. And those things came out, and we got we got a little bit ranty, but nothing out of the ordinary. Um, and there was a there was a follow up piece of feedback um, to that, um, and it wasn't. I'm surprised that it's got to me. But it's got to be not because I'm not happy to have a disagreement with regard to the content. Um, what's got to me was the just the tone and the flippancy of the remark. Um, simply because in a situation, and I think this is probably one of the, the reasons why social media is, is so hard sometimes, is that it became um, the the there was a throwaway a glib throwaway comment um, which was which 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 has has stuck with me um, and it's um, and it has nothing to do with the context or nothing to do with the topic. You know, I'd be quite happy to have the conversation with the individual about the difference of opinion, and I'd be quite happy to have that debate and try and understand why that person feels the way they feel what what was was kind of the bit i wasn't expecting was being objectified with in a comment and then thinking well you've got you've kind of got no right to do that you know treat me as a person with a bit of respect and then let's just have the debate about the things that that i've said that you disagree with and let's talk about that but just because you disagree with my point of view it doesn't give you the right then to make a comment about me as a person because you don't know me. You don't know me at all. You know me in terms of what I project and what I put out, but you don't actually, you, you know, you have no nothing to base what you've just said on. Um, and that was the bit that, that is, you know, has stuck with me kind of all day, really. And I found myself thinking about it, you know, quite a lot. I'm sure by tomorrow it'll, it'll have disappeared. But, and I suppose the point is that, you know, if it's one or two times it happens in that number of that that number of downloads, then I guess I guess that's fine. I guess that's absolutely fine. Um, but what it has done, it's made me think a little bit. And what I try and do is so on. You know, if there's anything I disagree with on social media, I try not to dive in, simply because um, it, it's not helpful. But also, if I am going to dive in, at least at least have the debate about the topic, not about the person who's made the comment. Because that's the bit you, you, you have no right really to, to have a go at because you don't have a clue who that person is. Thursday. I found myself today getting a bit lost um, and going down a bit of a... Uh, well, I had a very enjoyable sort of half hour, maybe a bit longer actually, on the Ordnance Survey website. Now, before you switch off, because you'd be well within your rights to switch off after that statement, um, I'm not somebody who spends a lot of time with maps. 
But as you know, I've been walking a lot and what I'm trying to do is find out more routes and more places to walk. And we've got uh, an ordnance survey map for around here and it does show all the footpaths, but um, it's one of the ones that covers a very wide area. So it's very, very small. And um, there are so many footpaths around here that it's actually quite difficult to to, to 100% make out you know, where they are. So they do two versions of, of the maps. Uh, they do the Land Ranger series, which is the one that we've got, which is the smaller one. They do another series, which um, I, can't, I can't even remember the name, but it's, it's um, in terms of scale, it's it's larger. So when you actually look at the, the pictures of what the map shows you, it actually is easier to understand, um, you know, and, and plot your way around with the, with, obviously with a larger scale map. So I found myself on the, and getting quite excited by this um and not in a rambling sense if that makes sense i'm i'm trying i'm just trying to help myself out so when i set off in a direction i've got some kind of idea you know because i'm starting to walk a little bit further as the weather picks up and i'm starting to walk a bit further afield so um so i ended up i ended up having quite a pleasant half hour on the on the ordnance survey uh, website and it made me realize a few things when i ordered the map in question which is great and i'm looking forward to it because it's going to arrive any 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 time soon they've embraced technology blue beautifully now i like the idea of a map that you sit and pour over so i ordered a map um but they do it all beautifully with apps now which is absolutely great and i'll probably end up doing that as well because actually it's quite interesting if you if you're fortunate enough to live somewhere where, like where we live to be able to go rambling and have that kind of ability to change your mind about where you're going or move around is is you know particularly like i wouldn't take the map with me i'm gonna i'm gonna read it and hopefully memorize it a bit and maybe take a couple of photos a bit so maybe the app would have made more sense but i think the other thing was i didn't realize how you spell ordinance and it's still, uh, uh, every time I write it down, I'm still getting it wrong because it doesn't look like, I would have expected the A to come after the D is what I'm saying. And actually you don't spell it like that. And when I write it down, it doesn't look right, but it is. So, and I know this is a really weird thing to talk about, but it's just one of those words that I'm going to have a mental block with. I can't spell calendar. I have a mental block with calendar. I put my E's and my A's in the wrong places. I'm now going to have the same issue with ordnance. So a few things. One, lose yourself for half an hour on the ordnance survey website because it's really, really great. Um, secondly, order an ordnance survey map because they're really, really beautiful. Really, really beautiful. And you should have an ordnance survey map for the area where you live. Um, just trust me on it. You just should. They're eight quid. Just, just go out and just go out and get yourself the ordnance survey map for where you live. And thirdly, see if you can spell ordnance without looking it up. Friday, and we've made it to Friday. Uh, and I've got another five for Friday for you, um, which, as you recall, just are five things that have. You know, either maybe smile or just a nice lead into the the weekend. Um, the the first one, and you may have seen this because it seems to have been all over the BBC website today. But if you haven't, you must check it out. And that's this parish council meeting that descended into anarchy. Um, and there's a the, the video that went viral of a um, a Zoom meeting that just was you know is a local parish council and there seemed to be all manner of high politics being played out and this thing just 
became, you know, it got out of hand very quickly. And it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. People getting really agitated, really losing their tempers, other people laughing, you know, high drama being played out, Machiavellian politics being played out. Absolutely fantastic. So I'll put the link in the notes. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, it's well worth having a look at this little clip of this parish council um parish council sort of sort of meeting um another thing on the subject of of zooms uh we've had quite a few zooms quite a lot of zooms going on this week at uh with regard to uh, work with regard to the mia and um and there seems to be that moment at the end of zoom meetings particularly if it's a big group and particularly if you're wanting to speak to somebody so let's say you've organized it and you've had a group meeting and you've had about six eight ten people and you and the two people who've organized it want to have a chat at the end just have a quick debrief and you're waiting for everybody to leave the meeting and there's that very awkward 30 40 seconds maybe longer where people are trying to work out how to leave because normally the meeting might just get ended and they'd be kicked out and then it's the whole thing about trying to gently either get people to go or to kick them out of the meeting so you can effectively talk about them or talk about how the meeting went which might involve talking about them um and um a colleague um from from work sent me a great little um clip of uh, of a load of animals trying to end a zoom call uh, and it just made me smile uh, because it felt exactly like um, how we'd been sat in a meeting this week waiting for six, eight people to go and how uncomfortable. I mean, it seems to last for hours, that little moment, and it doesn't, but it just feels like it, it just feels like it does. So that, that, that kind of made me, that kind of made me smile. Um, my Friday walk today ended up being an absolute trek because I took um, I took a little photo of my ordnance survey map of the little area, which is the not the new one; it's the old one, so it's really tightly compact and difficult to understand. And um, just just decided that I was going to have a yomp about, and the conditions were awful. I've been walking in mud halfway up my legs, and then ended up uh, getting slightly disorientated and end up walking back home in the dark and I'm tromping, tromping over fields in the pitch dark not knowing what I'm standing in uh, so I've had quite an interesting Friday Friday walk but it's been more than exhilarating um, so I, just just one of those great walks where you just get covered in mud which is which is great um, vaccine part two uh, so number four on your five for Friday. The only reason I'm mentioning that is because it seems now to be a running joke because they're announced that they'll get to over 50s, vaccines for over 50s probably by May. And the reason why, of course, that's relevant is that on the 20th of March, I'm going to hit 50. So therefore, it's quite it's become quite a point in the house that I will end up probably getting a uh, a coronavirus vaccine um, now, I don't know if they're going to carry on vaccinating after that and how they're going to roll it out after that, but I'm going to be in that wave. And of course, there's only going to be me in the house that is in that wave. So therefore, I've, I've been living with the stick uh, of that uh, through the evening. So but that's fine. That's fine. Um, and finally, um, we've we've started to go around again. So I don't I think I've mentioned before that there's about half a dozen comedy shows that we just start at the beginning and pile through and and then at the end you start and you watch something else so if it's it's either big bang theory or it's uh, the thick of it or it's um not going out or it's uh, parks and recreation 
Uh, and we're back. We're back on Frasier, which I think is the third time we're going through it. But it's just such a joy. In that, when you just want to watch half an hour or an hour of something in an evening and just let it float over you, I don't think there's been a better comedy series, a more consistent comedy series ever, ever produced than Frasier. And if you've not watched Frasier, which is the most, which isn't actually about Frasier. If you, it, it, to be fair, it's the story of his brother. It's the, it's the story of Niles Crane in reality, Frasier. But if you've not watched Frasier, then find a way of watching Frasier and immerse yourself in it because it is truly, truly wonderful and a truly life-affirming uh, experience to watch that particular that particular show. So there we have it. That's your five for Friday. Uh, first week of Feb. Um, and as I understand it, it's going to snow again tomorrow, which is great because I'm due to run again. So who knows if the cycle will carry on? Um, you know, I think the way it's forecast, I might get I might get away with it because I think it's forecast after I'm due to run in the morning. But then if it gets cold and it gets icy, then that becomes a problem as well. So we'll see if see if we can keep the streak going. Um, take care of yourself. Um, stay stay well. Stay safe. And I will I'll I'll speak to you all very soon. <coughs> if you've enjoyed therapy for me then please subscribe and share as you see fit this has been an a short stories production